the adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. The weather starts to cool. The If you sniff on the breeze, you might notice just the, the most subtle hint of autumn as the we- summer comes to a close and we sneak off into the fall. And accordingly, we also sunset our one of our favorite traditions. The summer of beer comes to a close. To everybody listening, thank you so much for the suggestions this year. It was awesome to hear back from you and get your recommendations. Great to see other gaming dads partaking in a brew from time to time. But you'll also notice on that fall breeze <laughs> a hint of pumpkin a and perhaps a pumpkin. bit of nutmeg. <laughs> a little spice. And I think the tradition within the tradition, uh, as established last episode, is th- we're going to end it on a pumpkin beer note. Yeah. Because they start to show up in the beer store. It is a weird trend. It's not like it's not been some of the worst beers we've ever had. I will say it's like the least batting average. It's the worst batting average of beers, right? That we've had. Yeah, I think the odds are stacked against you on on these ones. Like, why couldn't we pick like another fall fruit, like an apple or something? Or don't don't tempt me. You want to do apple beer? <laughs> like, what, what else would you possibly do? I saw I saw chocolate marshmallow. I saw a s'more. Oh, porter. see, okay. Yeah. But as a porter, that kind of makes sense, and it also feels like you could do that anytime. That's true. And so fall, it would be cider or apple, like you said, apple like pie, a, perhaps, like a dessert beer. Yeah, I suppose. So pump, pumpkin beer is what we landed on. Tradition continues. Yes, and we both have pumpkin beers, which we're braving tonight to see how we get to. If you do have a pumpkin beer that you like that we should try, reach out to our at our website newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming. Jeff, hit me. What is your pumpkin beer you're dipping into i am going to open live on the air <laughs> theater of madness by flying monkeys and it's a pumpkin oh. beer with a six uh, percent alcohol percentage in there of course and uh it has notes of cinnamon allspice nut allspice hmm, nutmeg and all orchestrated with a creamy dollop of lactose and the depth of this haunting lager performance has captivated our brew house. It's not more milk. It's not more cream. It's lactose. It's lactose with pureed pumpkin. That's, so that's just like if for the people who are specifically allergic to lactose. Congratulations! Yeah, don't you are, you are forbidden from this beer. All right, give give us a crack. Okay. I cracked off. I, I didn't want the crack to go in the audio. So no, that's exactly what I wanted to hear theater of the mind oh lord okay well, if, I, if i could describe jeff's face right now ladies and gentlemen it is contorted I, painfully i don't know what it is about pumpkin beers and we were playing oh we were talking about this on the pre-show they don't get cold enough this still is not mm. cold it's been in the fridge forever so i don't know it's this is if you like pumpkin you'll like this one if you don't yeah. you won't <laughs> all right let me what let about me you over there <laughs> Let me end it out for the year. So this one, I couldn't believe it. And this this is, maybe you can't find this beer, but this is, imagine a brewery you love and adore, and you walk through the beer store, and you, you're like, no, et tu, Brute? Not oh, you, no. too. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why? Have you fallen? So this is a, a, brew, a favorite brewery of mine from the Niagara region. Niagara Falls up here in Canada, Oast House. Oast House, mm-hmm. which they have this barn lager that I just adore. Now, they've released this one 
Oasthouse Country Bumpkin Spiced Harvest Ale. A cozy fall ale made with mishmash of house roasted pumpkin, <laughs> butternut, acorn, and Hubbard squash puree from Howell Farms. This extra process of caramelizing, along with additional of traditional pie spices, leads a unique character, body, and depth of flavor. Wow. Well. Good see. luck on that one. <laughs> well, I, I love Oast House. I trust them. <sighs> so, like, I, I literally in the same breath bought two of the other beers. Oh, okay. Like, it's like, oh, there's more Oast, Oast House. I like these guys. I Just to chase this one. Mm. Oh, I'm not thinking about it. Processing. That's, yeah, that is so subtle. They did it. All right, they did it. This is good. wow. This okay, is we got fun. a winner. I would not. Man, that is wow. That is so interesting. I. The the funny thing about this particular beer is even the, the Oast House beer that I like, the one that like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to describe it. And Jeff, <laughs> in good faith, is continuing to drink. And every time uh, his face just... It's worse than a tearjerker. Like, it, it just contorts. contorts. Yeah. It's hard to concentrate. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Um, what I loved about this beer is, like, you would drink it and you would get all the profiles of a very indie, uncouth kind of hot profile, where just it's going to skyrocket. But... The normal oat host stuff, it kind of, but then it tapers off, it drops off a cliff in the most interesting way. Hmm. So it's delicious and interesting. They've done the same darn thing. You take it, you take it's a great beer, and all of a sudden, just at the very end, like it's a little pumpkin, <laughs> a little whisper, squash, <laughs> <laughs> as it goes off in the distance. So hey, not bad. Okay, bad, please, very good. Last beer, good. That's an excellent note. Last beer of the season happens to be a joyous surprise. So again, new dads, thank you so much for the recommendations and cheersing along with us. We'll give you one final cheers to end off the season hey. and see you next year. Now on to bigger, better things. The big thank you. Speaking of our listeners, congratulations to the Plitch winners. Yes. So for the very first time, you got to have a giveaway with the lovely folks over at Plitch, which is a modern day game genie for um, improving or playing the games that you the way you want to. It uh, doesn't let you cheat online, which is the best thing that I absolutely loved about them. So you can't just get go into God mode of Call of Duty and ruin people's games. It's more right. about if you want to, if a guy like me wants to play offline with Elden Ring, I can play it and have a great time. So they gave us uh, five codes to give away. We announced it on our Twitter to all the winners. Some really great, uh, happy people around that. Some people loving the software using it. But we wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for Plitch for sponsoring. It was really happy, really fun to work with you guys. Great interview. And thanks so much for the listeners. Thanks for entering, and congrats to the winners again. Absolutely. Great gaming out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, we will get back to normal scheduled program. We have one more <laughs> weird diversion. If you listen to the end of the last episode, and this ties into a kid's story, actually. Um, it, it's why I kind of brought it up. But I hinted at a childhood, a terrible childhood memory of me that involved an awful song that upset me so to my core that involved chicken soup yes you left us on a cliffhanger and it's been a couple weeks yeah we had a tech we had tech difficulties last week so we're actually two weeks out so jeff has just been stewing i really want to know yes (laughs) stewing so so i had a similar thing i I had a similar situation with my kids and uh it reminded me of an old story involving my brother and my cousin when visiting another province and their house and somehow, in some way, they came up with a song 
that they would just continually sing the entire time of the visit. And I can't describe how angry and upset and crying I was. Oh, no. It didn't make make any sense. It it had nothing to do with me. And there's nothing even offensive about it. Okay. somehow, like the little limerick just got it. It's like, what was it like? It's like, Trevor, 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 Trevor. He's full of chicken soup. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. That's it. That is it on repeat for oh. like a week of being at this place. And I'm, I would get fear. Like, I just imagine tiny. I, I would have been somewhere like five, six, just sit there like shaking with rage. Wow. So angry. Tea's full of the- chicken soup. That was it. Chicken soup. Like, that's what got me so angry. I couldn't <laughs> believe. Now, the modern day version of this, the reason I brought it up was it's curious to see how similar type of things start to play out with your kids because my oldest comes in and he's upset like like just oh, okay yeah and it was very much the same thing so like some local boys and i think probably the younger brother too had put together some sort of song or he was saying this thing they really upset me and really got me mad yeah right and it's funny how that kind of works with kids where they could just find that edge in like oh. get that first stab and they just like push it, push it, push Definitely it further. You find that red button. That's your that's your mission in life. Once you find that, it's game over for the other. So yeah, I can understand. Yeah, that's funny that you say button because that's exactly how I'm trying to describe it to him. I, I think the metaphor is too advanced in some ways. It's the larger one is just you can't give that control to someone else. Like if if you're gonna let yourself be so easily upset, it's not that. Look, you're going to be upset. That's fine. You're allowed to be upset. Feel those feelings. Mm-hmm. Fine. But you got to guard yourself in a sense that if you're just going to let other people be so easily able to manipulate you to make you angry, that's bad. Like that's letting someone else ruin your good time. And as I try to explain, it's like giving them a button that anytime they push, they can just make you upset. Right. Why would you ever give someone that button? Like why on earth would you give someone that kind of power over you? So try to like shield yourself a bit. Yeah. Right? Well, absolutely. Like, again, my last name is Smalley. I'm a small person. It's not hard to go and connect the two, right? But I again, I just made... I've never thought I've never thought of it, Jeff. <laughs> I made the best of it, and that's just what my name was through elementary and high school. And people like there were far too many Jeffs in the class, and they just called me mm-hmm. by my last name. Didn't think anything of it because I wouldn't let them have that power, right? Or I laugh mm-hmm. along with them. I'd be like, I've heard that one before. Make something new. Like, come mm-hmm. on, be creative, right? So, yeah, that. It's so easy, easy advice to give, difficult life to, advice to live by, for mm-hmm. sure. It's just like, oh, just don't be upset when people mock you in some way. Yeah, oh, it is thanks. Hard. Great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I for never that. thought of it like that. Thanks, Cheer man. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But at least I was trying to explain to that, like this, if you, you can't, if something is going to make you upset, you have to find a way to handle it in such a way that it doesn't give them easy license to just like pull that trigger at any time that they want. Yeah, absolutely. So so I'm just trying to find it that way. So, but as soon as he did that, like I had to explain my wife that story. Yeah. She's like, "What chicken soup? What are this, you mental? This is my deep trauma. I'm sharing it with you. Did you eat chicken soup? Or like, where did it even come from? I'm like, I have no idea. I can't even tell you. It's bonkers. I don't know either. It's He's great though. I know chicken soup. <laughs> Your secrets. Oh. Now this all relates to good times on the playground and something our kids are back to experiencing given that they've gone back to school they've been there for a few couple weeks and it'd be a good time i want to check in with you (laughs) (laughs) 
what has the game time withdrawal been like? Because they've gone from freewheeling, summer's easy, whole lot of games to yeah. sitting in class and being structured. So what's the situation at the small e household? Well, for we just had one week of school and I'm exhausted. I don't know about the kids, but uh, <laughs> it has been a lot to rebound from. Mm. Game time, like you said, in summer, it was just a free for all for them. We were too busy with work to really kind of manage it and we kind of let them have it. Um, I'm scared to look at the the Microsoft family safety account because you can see all the hours they put in. Like, I don't even want to look at it. I can see it. But what we had through school in this first week wasn't working with the same as as summer. And there was that withdrawal and they were getting Mm. pretty testy and upset and they didn't want to do their laundry again. They didn't want to do basic chores. They were kind of being mean to each other. Mm. They wouldn't come down for supper in a like, you know, in a way that made sense. They would come Mm. down all crabby so we decided to extend with their help like again i think i've talked on the show like how we want to involve our kids with the solution we don't want to like install something Mm. because then they're going to be you know crabby at us so we extended the school routine into gaming we said okay like school days there's blocks of times where you have subjects recess all that stuff so you make a schedule for after school Mm -hmm. and the weekends Mm -hmm. and you block out those times when you are gaming and when you're outside, and when you're getting ready for bed, etc. And you pick hmm. the blocks of time. And that's what it is. Nice. So that block of time, and that's when you game, so you know when it starts, you know when it ends, and you can even tell your friends when you're able to play, so you can coordinate. So we're going to try this out, because Excellent. what we had before wasn't working. <laughs> it wasn't working at all. So when you started, when you started the first few days, was it just no games or was it still okay let's try to let you play not as much as it you was, want, but like a more generous amount it, it was let's see how you do with managing it and just let mm. you kind of see where gaming fits in after a full day of school and it wasn't working it wasn't happening they again were in moods uh everybody was kind of on edge and they would pick at each other and stuff so we just said you know what it's not working for us we don't want to be mad at you you guys don't want to be mad at us so mm-hmm. let's come up with a solution and we're going to try this out and then see where it goes. At least it's something to kind of look at mm-hmm. and they're used to it. Like it's a routine, right? So it might be a little bit easier to fly by than, you know, you're given two hours and you kind of make do, right? So we'll see. <laughs> I'm hopeful, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, How about you, I like though? the I like the involving them too. So it's like these are the hours and you can like place them as you will, but like, yeah, you will stick to them and notice that there is limited quantities of certain hours. It's not just grab game time, drag for the eight exactly. Hours of the day. We like, we that was the first draft though. I'm not saying that didn't happen. We did go through three drafts of this kind of time thing because they did just block out gaming for the entire night and then like half an hour of eating. <laughs> like literally, they cut because we had like hour hour blocks and they cut it yeah. in half and put eating. I'm like. 30 minutes you're gonna 30 minutes you're just gonna run upstairs again no that's so good oh bless them for trying that's good yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so the place where we got is they transitioned surprisingly well because they like you much the same with you like it, it was just difficult to manage in the summer uh, especially because we didn't have any camps or any after school like there's Mm-mm. still kind of a post-covid um not all the old programs are back online still so we're, we're yep. finding a kind of a great gulf between what they can do uh, so it was much more gaming than maybe we would have expected. However, uh, 
fairly like none as far after school type of thing. However, there was the okay, there was the carrot of okay, you can have like thirty minutes of Minecraft and always Minecraft specifically because it's yeah, you know at least borderline educational, creative, interesting. But it's after they read three French books and they do some math. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it, it's like you can do it, but you're gonna like do the homework that you have to do and like improve yourself for it. Yep. And that's gone pretty good. Like it's gone. We're two. We're two weeks in here, and that's gone pretty smoothly. So I think it's still kind of a. It's a weird transition time, right? From like just free willing summer into back to school. Yeah, and that's something we recognize too when we we're kind of talking to them. Like it, this is quite a change, right? And again, like you were saying. They were not in camps or anything like that with the COVID kind of still lingering. So to go from like, I can do whatever I want. Mom and dad don't care because they're super busy and exhausted to like, oh, my God, I have to pare all this down. So we'll see. Uh, it's good that we have, we're trying two different strategies because maybe we could just swap stories next week. You'd be like, you know what? This isn't working, Trevor. Never try this. <laughs> it's not working here either. It's pure chaos. Jeff, save me. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken soup, chicken soup, chicken soup. Yeah, I'm resorted to just making fun of my kids. It's terrible. <laughs> They'll never eat chicken soup again. Yeah. Uh, now, if any other gaming dads, of course, have strategies, would love to hear from you. Hit us on our Twitter at New Dad Gaming for your the way you're handling the game transition from summertime to school time. It's a yes. rough one. Now, the kids, as much as they would like to play gaming, they were watching a fair amount of like YouTube when they can. We do our best to shut it down. Yeah. You know, re- we really don't like watching it, but even still, it's just they're so drawn to it. We try some of the kids' versions of it. Um, and this I had no clue of. And you have your kids, my kids bounced off of Roblox. Mm-hmm. We found it fairly complicated to get into. They couldn't quite get it. But they certainly like it, especially if, from watching it on YouTube. Right. And what they've found, like I was watching this one video of it, and it's just a pure roblox horror no oh, fun and it's apparently it's, it's a whole genre there's like four or five of these things but this one in particular was like rainbow friends which is uh, what would it be called there's like uh there's four or five like new like fuzzy characters that like chase you but like imagine some huge large character like oh, uh, god <laughs> it's like a friday night at freddy's is that what it it kind of looks like that yeah a little bit like that or like hello neighbor but just like with these yes. big huge cutesy characters but built entirely in roblox it is impressive that somebody has built this thing and it's just taken off so at this mm-hmm. point now like what our kids are watching they're still adjacent to roblox like almost wanting to get in but we haven't really not figured out how to navigate them for it yeah but now that and they're playing this new horror game <laughs> version of it now your kids were deeper in roblox have they gotten into this type of genre before or what's been like their recent kind of swing with uh, Roblox? Uh, yeah, much like yours, they were watching a bunch of YouTube videos and they kind of go through these Roblox genres and they hit one horror game called Doors. Doors. So my nine-year-old's like, it's not scary, Dad. It's not scary, whatever. Right? And I'm like, no, no, we're not watching this because it is a very intense game and it's about mm-hmm. running from something. So like a creature mm-hmm. that's not this fluffy character or anything it's just like this ghost and you have to run with your friends and when there's like a countdown timer or something you have to hide in a like a door like so you have Mm -hmm. to open a door some of the doors are locked some of the doors uh jump scare you some of the doors have timers on them so you can hide from this character but then after the timer hits you have to get out and run again and it goes all the way up to like door 99 or something 
and my 12 year old's playing this game <laughs> with all his friends oh, and I'm like oh. oh my god like this doesn't look like a roblox game like it looks pretty intense and you know i i asked him are you sure you can handle this because we've had nightmares in the past about mm. certain you know again youtube videos on roblox horror games he's like no no i'm fine i'm with my friends so part of me says like he would never have played this if it weren't for his friends so now mm. i'm noticing all that peer pressure already i'm like oh god we're gonna get into games that he can't handle and you know we're gonna be up at night with him but so far he's been handling it we've kind of okay. given him like you know a boundary to okay. say okay well let's let's play this downstairs where we can see it kind of thing versus up in your room at the closed door <laughs> and the yeah. lights off <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so i don't know it's pretty intense what these games can do now i don't know about you like when you look at these things i'm like oh i just expected minecraft in a fun environment but it's not I, it's, I just think it's deceptive because it's there's something more creepy about it because it's so crude and janky it's a lot like you'll remember that resident evil one right mm-hmm. one of the reasons it was so horrifying was how terrible it was to control the character yeah yeah right absolutely. Like, like if it was a big cool big bang like roll all over the place have a thousand bullets shoot them up whatever yeah. zombies fine but like it was so difficult to turn your character and then have the gun and like it was awful so, so when something was coming at you like your ability to take care of them was vastly diminished and i kind of get those vibes yeah this type of game because it's so janky it's so crudely animated like it it just ends up being like you know the character will glitch and all of a sudden be staring at you and that's like (laughs) terrifying as far as this yeah absolutely and these are all like user created so you get even more of that jank right like that quality control is out the window it's just like these things can like (laughs) like, properly scare you (laughs) So, yeah, I'm with you on this. But now I'm thinking about, like, my 12-year-old's playing this. Like, he's probably fine mm-hmm. if I was playing Resident Evil at Sage <laughs> and Quake and Doom. And, all. like, are we – am I old now? Am I saying, well, don't play that. You're going to scare yourself. I'm, mm. That's what I go to now. That's what I go to. And, like, he could be playing a lot more scary games than this thing. Like, there's a lot yeah. more realistic ones out there than Roblox. Yeah. Well, we were, we're looking watching. at, like, the – the doors one the 99 doors one i hadn't heard of it until you and i talked and that's like i don't want to say triple a but it, it is some like very well done graphics and it is the mood is set the mood is set very effectively so yes. you know it's it's getting into a weird weird world it's good to know about it though because you know again like oh roblox these fun kind of blocking yeah. characters and playing with your friend what could go wrong like it's really good for dads <laughs> to be aware of the t- kind of games that are on this right now because you know they, i don't think you would expect if you bought your son a card of roblox or grandma buys your son <laughs> the thing of roblox saying oh go go play with your fun friends on this blocky world <laughs> must be yeah. like minecraft right and then you find yeah. out they're doing this type of stuff so, yeah I think all gaming dads should know that Roblox is a platform and there's many other games in there that you need to like yeah. just pay attention to. And there's not a lot of moderation and people Mm-mm. are creating a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, let's go back to some other games, some AAA games, some games that we love and games that we were kind of calling home games. And this comes from both of us kind of circling back around to kind of 
comfort games or what we're yeah. calling kind of like your home game. Like this is the game I can always return to and go back and have an awesome time. And for right. me, it was uh, Elite Dangerous. So I've gotten back into Elite Dangerous and back, back in, in space, Jeff. Absolutely loving it. Like it's, it's so very good. I think, I think what I was looking for is, again, I just, I have a vision of having a game that is always installed. I always have an account on the run and I can always kind of just like dip into it and continue to continually make progress in that game. Like that's, that's going to be my home base for some people. Maybe that's Fortnite for some people. Maybe that's call of duty, wherever you do land, but elite dangerous for me really feels like it. And they had this awesome sale on the latest expansion. It was like 20 bucks and I only already own the base game. So it's like, off we go. And they've added <laughs> space legs. So you can walk around, you can have like gunfights now in space. So it's even expanded even further. Nice. So it's been fantastic. And the best part is like, it's, it ends up being like space trucking. I'm doing a lot of trading. <laughs> they have these new modules where you can actually just tell your ship to like fly itself. So <laughs> <laughs> they have one just... mode. You can pay someone to fly you someplace, but they also have like oh super cruise assist. So it even like just helps you get there. You're just what Amazon I... in space. Look at you. Man. Just like, you know what my home game is? The vastness and vacuum of space where no one makes a sound and I could just chill out on the bridge of my spaceship delivering <laughs> packages. <laughs> and I'm watching shows. Like I'm, I've, I've started, I finally, <laughs> I finally got into because, it, and I'll say this with every endearment and I love this game and I keep playing it. Yeah. There's some parts of it that are boring so boring it's good to have a show on the go <laughs> that you can have, pay attention to so i finally got into the expanse nice yeah which yeah. is super suiting because it's a big old space uh right. genre and it's amazing so i'm watching the expanse i'm doing my space trucking i'm making all these credits uh <laughs> flying these huge ships with cargo through space it is awesome but you i mean just, like the you, you've immersed yourself in this sci-fi world you're just it's dad <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's you know it's like you go on the road with your cyber truck, and yeah. you know you, you got a good eight hour spiel before you get to the next stop. So you got to like go on your phone or watch others type something else. It's been fantastic. I think I can't be alone because there is the entire simulator genre, trucking simulator, right. farming simulator, whatever that involves some degrees of boredom, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. But beyond that, like the thing I did want to talk about, like that ends up being my home game like that's where i keep arriving and I, th I think it's a phenomenal candidate for me when i think about hours played and enjoyment of where it's the game where i'll rest my hat while i go yeah. to play other games and i guess so i guess the question was like the i'd love to hear from other gaming dads which ones what game is there is there a game that you've been able to identify that you hang your hat this will be the one that's always on standby when you just need a night of gaming but yeah. what would it be for you do you think do you have one there besides witcher 3 yeah, besides Witcher 3. Um, again, Final Fantasy fourteen is something that mm. I always circle back to, even if it's just for a little bit. And yeah. they again, this thing is a whole MMORPG, so it's all online or whatever. I don't really go into the online elements of it. I don't really like people out there. <laughs> and with the schedule of a gaming dad, it's very hard. Like, yeah. I, I can't do that. We've talked about it. I can't hook up with crews and do a, a like a raid or a duty mm -hmm. in this is what it's called. But now the uh, Square has gone back and put in like a single player element. So they'll have AI companions for you to do this stuff. And this is one so of those great. games where it's like, it's a fantastic story, a fantastic world. 
and it's just that multiplayer element, the MMO part of it. And I'm like, I don't really want to. But uh, I always come back to it, and I've reinstalled it again, and I've kind of booted it back up with uh, this new patch that they've allowed more single-player stuff. So now I'm back into Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, again, all free up to a certain level, and then then we'll see. I don't know. I'll never reach their top tier. I mean, yeah. gaming dads can only go so far. But it's like one of those ones that I just kind of live in, and it's this sprawling mm. world, and I'll just be nice and comfy here. It's not... It's not a space sim, but I'll ride my chocobo and fly through the <laughs> air and stuff. Now, have you ever ventured out to try to find a guild that would maybe suit you? Because I, I did bury something in that um, I did join a squadron. Did you really? Okay. You want to know the name of the, the squadron? What What is the name? The Fatherhood. Thank you very much. <laughs> Amazing. The Fatherhood is a large community-focused group for all the elite dangerous pilots out there who schedule their gaming time around their families or careers. Dads, moms, husbands, wives, busy career professionals, you'll find a home with us. Perfect. So, That's so like... Is, is one of the top ones. So I, I was going on this external site that lists all the factions that you can join. And A number one, the first one is like, The Fatherhood. I'm like, go on. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately... Yes. Like, go, so it's amazing. So if I want... So I'm now part of this faction. I'm in-game in this faction so i can like wing nice. up with other people we have a home base like there's a whole bunch of stars at the this faction the factions in game can actually take over and have influence over particular sectors or stars or starports okay. so there's like a home base that we have that's pretty cool and like you can join up with other people for mission from within the faction and the whole and the very you know foundation of it is that okay we are busy people yeah <laughs> they're either from parenthood from fatherhood or just career that like look you can't grind all the time, but if you want to hop in for a game, like get into it. Now I've not contacted any of these people. I haven't got <laughs> I haven't got into that part of it yet. But a very right. it's just like I just adore like getting logged in. Hey, what what does exist that I could get into? A number one was the fatherhood, and it's how perfect. How perfect. That Have you ever is... looked into like a, a faction or like a guild that might be kind of father parenthood? No, focused? but now I I'm thinking I should, and if there's nothing out there, start one. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that would cost the subscription to get this going, but I mean, if you started one called The Fatherhood or something in Final Fantasy XIV, I think a lot of people would be on board. Again, it's the same kind of thing where I don't have all this time. I can't devote like a two-hour play session. We can get in, get out, get some experience points, upgrade our stuff, and and get on with our lives. That's great. I think that's perfect. So I will go and search for some sort of guild on Final Fantasy fourteen where maybe there's a fatherhood type foundation. Yes. Trying to look at the players need to support the players. So Yeah, I was looking really quickly for to see if there's like a guild that came out that was related for dads, but I don't think so. I mean, I could start <clears throat> one. There you go. This is the birth of a new guild. Yeah. There's something about um something called dads right away. The dads of light. Oh here we go. See, that could work. Dads of Light. Okay. Hi, guys. Final Fantasy fourteen. Dad of Light just got released on... Oh, never mind. All right. Oh. Less fun. Less fun. Nothing like the well, fatherhood in space. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm going to go look out for it. I'll let you know. I'll report back if I find anything. That's a good idea, though. Okay. Now, one of the places... A system that could... A system that could, Jeff really enable you to play a lot more final fantasy 
would be a Steam Deck. To listeners not in the know, <laughs> Jeff currently sits on a registration, a re- reservation for a yep. Steam Deck. And when Gabe brings up Jeff's name, <laughs> it's like, oh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Smalley, would you care for a Steam Deck? You will have to have an answer. And that date continues to get closer and closer to us. So where are you currently standing with your pending decision on the Steam Deck? Okay, so I still don't know entirely, but... <laughs> it could happen tomorrow, technically. It could, it could. Um, yeah, just Gabe's there with like a stock ticker. He's like, oh, Jeff is up next, and what does he say? Um, but I have seen, I've researched a couple of just what games are um, you can play on this thing. And again, just the comfort of playing from a couch is I'm all about that now. Final Fantasy XIV plays in this thing, and you can keybind everything. Like, everything is customizable. Mm. I'm like, oh, no. So, you know, again, my comfort game, my home yep. game, I can play on the go, portably, wherever I want, and just get in, get out. So that is swaying me. I'm not entirely sure because it's still quite a price point to get in there, but that yeah. would totally be – that would be it. That would be the one Whew, to kind of get a... me going there. That's an anniversary so. present. That's a birthday present. That's a could that's be a Christmas just 2022, present. 2022 present. How about that? Just, you yeah. know, pandemic present. And you have to return all the other presents too, just to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think get that money back. If, if anyone has any leftover Steam cards, you know, feel free just to DM us. All right. We're going to check every week just to see where you end up on like, until uh, you know, finally right? get that call because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to have to, yeah, make a quick decision. Off you go. All right, everybody, that will wrap it up for the week. Thank you so much for listening to Dad Gaming. If you yourself have a home comfort game, we'd love to hear about it. Like, what game do you always return to and kind of hang your hat on, return home to? Do you have a pumpkin beer suggestion? Um, Jeff, how does yours end up? Like, the your, the contortion of your face did less. It did go away. It did go yeah. away. Um, I will say this one turned out after drinking three quarters of the can it's not bad now again that's All theater right. of madness first hit no but as you get going it's good it's a lot for that first taste but if you, yeah. can get, if you can survive that you can survive the rest absolutely Very good. This, i'm really liking this like again i don't know that i would it's more if i ever <laughs> saw it at a you go to some sort of festival and they had it there oh that one's really good i'll have that that's right interesting. you're not gonna, gonna go buy it no compared yeah, to like no. other ones but Excellent. Really, really happy that turned out. Man, my, that Oast House, man. Always always good for a time. But <laughs> hey, gaming dads, do you have a recommendation? We'd love to hear it. Do you want to join me in space in Elite Dangerous on the Fatherhood or join Jeff in his new Fatherhood Guild on Final Fantasy XI? We'd love to hear you for all of these things. You can find us at our Twitter at New Dad Gaming or our website, NewDadGaming.com. Did you like the podcast? A subscription would help us out greatly. You can find us on all the major podcasting networks. So we're talking about iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcast, just search for New Dad Gaming and subscribe. What really helps, if you haven't done so yet or uh, you're new to the podcast, welcome. But one of the things that really, really helps out the show is a ranking. If you do rate it and leave a comment, it vastly boosts the signal of the show and we get it to as many new gaming dads as possible. So we thank you so much for that. But we'll... Wrap it up for the week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a 7-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old, a 9-year-old, and maybe a chocobo sitting in Final Fantasy XIV. Sitting in a Steam Deck. 
That's right, sitting in the steam deck. Perfect. The stable. Just full of chocobo. (laughs) Chocobo. All right, everyone. Remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. 